You're listening to I Got That One. Presented by Tom and Yvonne. Four MBAs at the same time? What kind of show is this? I know, right? It's almost as if they're coming from a business school which speci- specializes in postgraduate degrees. Well, in... That would make a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah. Hello again. It is episode three already. Wow, they're really wow, uh, time flies fun, when huh? you're having fun. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So this time we have London Business School versus Hartford College, Oxford. Yes. Now, there are two things I want to say about London Business School. One, this is their second ever appearance, the first time being in 2006, mm-hmm. which is not surprising because it's well, fairly... Well, they're going on an upward trend. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, it's a very specialized school where it's often, you often do, uh, if you want to, you know, get a uh, master's in business administration or just a standard business degree yeah. if you want to just kind of progress your career. Mm-hmm. For example, my mum has an MBA from LBS. Mm-hmm. The second thing I want to say is that Unfortunately, the name LBS sounds a little bit too much like IBS. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about, Tom. It's almost as if, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Well, yes. Yeah, so we had four contestants from uh, the London Business School, mm-hmm. um, all of them doing an MBA. Yeah. Uh, which is the first time I think I've seen that on this show. Yeah. Not only all, you know, of the same d- degree, but, you know, the same specific specialized kind of degree as well yeah yeah um so you had butterworth and Roos, maddox the captain and valenzuela indeed and this one was fairly international because valenzuela was from peru mm-hmm. and Roos was from switzerland yes indeed and then on the other side we had hartford mm-hmm. where also a little bit interesting bit where it was technically re-established in the 19th century mm-hmm. so I wonder what happened maybe the college went um, defunct uh, lost funds or something yeah it could be um, so yeah we had Hitchens there mm-hmm. doing philosophy Donaldson doing a master's in engineering yep. Lloyd the captain doing a PhD in physiology and Oswald doing a PhD in astrophysics which astrophysics alone I think um, floors me but to do a PhD in that it's just amazing I know. So it's a very postgrad heavy uh, week this time around. Yeah, postgrad heavy, but uh, um, Hertford also a lot more balanced, I would say, yeah, between for sure. engineering and humanities. Yeah, and I feel like so far the teams I've had a bit more balance have been faring a little bit better so far. Yeah, I think that's something, that's a formula. I think that, well, it's a winning formula for University Challenge. That's Usually, what I yeah. found. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that doesn't always hold true. There are always, you know, exceptions. Yeah. But so far, this rule seems to be proven true so far. Mm-hmm. So I have to say the starter question was much easier this time around. Yes, I thought it was too. Yeah, just kind of like, especially once you hear, you know, same time as the Cuban Missile Crisis. Okay, who was famously the one who handled it as well as an American president could possibly do? Yeah, um, not just that, but there were a few other questions as well that I thought were um, surprisingly quite simple. For example, the programming language that was also the same as a genus of snake, which... I mean, there's only one, and it's a very prominent one. Yeah, I mean... So there were a few such questions like that, I think. Yeah, I mean, it depends, because we also have to remember there is a little bit of domain knowledge of that in this household. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like with programming languages nowadays, um, almost everyone, even outside of the field, knows what Python is. That's true. Yeah. It's You often see you know people advertising these courses because it's very easy to learn. Exactly. Supposedly very easy to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I think in general... Well, it's a mixture because there are some questions which were quite easy and some which were a little bit more obscure. Yeah. 
I would say especially that, well, maybe it's just because I don't know very much about mathematics, but... Yeah, but I think generally the questions are leaning toward being a bit simpler. Um, the deductive process for mm-hmm. the questions are also a bit less complex. And then as the, the series progresses, that's when you get the really, really tough questions. That's true. I think we're coming off of, you know, the last rounds of the previous season. I think we kind of got used to a certain, you know, quality difficulty or difficulty level, level of uh, questions. Yeah. And so to go back to the first round again, it's kind of, oh, interesting. This is... Mm. a bit more um, yeah, understandable. Yeah. yeah, and like you said, I think Hertford's um, kind of balance across um, specializations, that range of knowledge um, mm-hmm. really showed. So I think they were clearly the stronger, more well-rounded team here. I would say even the scientists on the team had a pretty good knowledge of the humanities. I would um, say so, so. Yeah, Oswald definitely seemed to know her... Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Her art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely a well-rounded individual. I think so. I think she was one of my favorite players. Oh no, she seems like you know outside of your session, she seems like quite fun to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. LBS on the other end, um, I feel like they weren't necessarily bad at it. Yeah, I think they put up a, a very respectable contest. Yeah, I think honestly, it's the same as we saw in the first round last season with Imperial's first. Ah, okay first um, match that often the score doesn't really reflect what the game was like yeah and whilst Hartford definitely had a chance to build up steam in the second half I would say that there were definitely moments where it looked like LBS could have had a bit more of a lead and momentum yeah they just and this is a common theme so far is that people really struggle with the bonus sets yes so they were they were they had pretty good starters from LBS, mm-hmm. but then they did take a bit of time on the conferring. Actually, both teams took a long time conferring. Yeah, that's fair. I would say LBS definitely took more time, but mm-hmm. there was definitely moments where Hartford were just... They more or less had the right question, but they still seemed to be kind of dragging it out a little bit. Yeah, but I think that was aided a little bit by the fact that Lloyd, the captain, is mm-hmm. an amazing guesser. Yes, this just is... an extremely sharp, deductive knowledge it's either deductive or he's just got the most amazing random chance yeah i mean i feel like that happened too much for it to be completely random i just think that he has really really strong deductive reasoning maybe yeah maybe there's a process behind it but there were definitely a couple of times where pacman was taken aback yeah i noticed that because he just went um i don't know this is like yeah exactly like he'd always preface his answer with saying like something like uh, well shall i just say something and then he'd get the right answer yeah so Either it's deductive reasoning or this is amazing um, kind of... Cosmic. Cosmic powers, maybe. (laughs) I was going to say more psychological warfare against the opposite team. Ah, Yeah, because can you imagine how disheartening it would be to be playing as someone who seems to just pull the answer out of thin air? Yeah, yeah. Uh, That would really just intimidate me, personally. It would, definitely. So, who knows? Maybe there's a strategy behind it, or maybe he's just one of those savant-type individuals. Yeah, I think that Lloyd is... um, We we said in the last two matches that we haven't really seen anyone who could be, you know, particularly impressive. I think Lloyd is definitely one to watch now. Definitely has the makings of one. Yeah, I really look forward to seeing this this team again, Hartford. For sure. And that's not to say that he was the only one who was doing very well. I would say that Hitchens also had... um, Yes, Real yes. sparks of genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was often fairly critical in uh, getting in there with the starter. Yeah, definitely. And Oswald, a couple of times as well, was mm-hmm. you know pretty instrumental in uh, clinching the you know the bonus sets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The only one who uh, didn't really get much of a chance to shine was Donaldson. Mm-hmm. She only really buzzed in once and uh, didn't get it right. Yeah, and I feel like it's more just that. 
you know, obviously she earned her place on the team. Yeah. So it could just be that, you know, she has didn't really get a chance to really kind of show what she was made of this yeah. time around. Yeah, first time around anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've had this before where we had team members who didn't necessarily start off super strong, but then really progressed later on, especially yeah. the Imperial team. Yeah, I remember that season. across all, I mean, uh, the rest of the team definitely shone a lot more um, in the third, fourth attempt. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the other side, I think what's really unfortunate is that... Um, Butterworth, I think, was one of those where we could have seen him really become something incredible in later uh, season, yeah, uh, yeah, episodes. That's true. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, um, we're not going to see LPS Definitely progress. Not. I think with a score of 100, um, not looking likely. Yeah, to uh, Hartford's 180. Mm. Because they're actually on the same score peg as University of Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was in the first round, but that was a much more low-scoring game. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that Hertford's 180 is the highest um, score we've seen already, right? This Absolutely, season. yeah. Yeah, And it's interesting because for the first half of this match, it was fairly low-scoring. It felt like it kind of pulled on a little bit. Yeah. Not necessarily boring per se, but... Not really. I would say that both teams were taking their time when it came to conferring, so mm. you weren't having really tense moments like you're having uh, last episode Mm -hmm. for example Mm -hmm. but then in the second half after the music round that's when we saw Hartford really starting to pick up steam true true that so I think it's more of a case of yeah just getting used to the vibe of being on TV Mm -hmm. and then I think in the second round Hartford's gonna be quite a dangerous team to play against personally exactly so anything could change mm -hmm. so shall we talk about some favorite questions absolutely um personal one which I enjoyed because I did very well in it, oh. was the question about European rulers. Of course. Because that's one where, you know, I got every single one of them. I'm very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> and also, it's just fun because it's where you need to kind of be able to contextualize history because the yes. first question was, uh, this uh, Polish ruler, who was his contemporary in England? Mm. Mm-hmm. Who started this was like, okay, so now you really need to be able to contextualize Europe Time as a periods, whole. Time um, periods, maybe ruling style, mm-hmm. kind of governance style, yeah, but that sort of thing. Also, knowing Eastern European history, specifically about mm. the Teutonic Order and their, yeah. uh, the Crusade. I feel in like that falls, it falls a bit under the radar in world history, right? Yeah, which is a bit of a shame because that is fundamental in not just development Eastern Europe, but also in Germany, mm-hmm. Germanic history itself, sure. because. They would go on to form the eastern half of what became Prussia, which became United Germany. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. It is fascinating. And I would absolutely talk about it for hours. <laughs> I'm sure you If could you didn't talk. stop me. So another question that I liked was uh, words that have been created by writers. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Barrage by Dickens, yep. uh, Mimsy by Lewis Carroll. I think it's always fascinating when um, writers come up with new words and then they just become part of the English language lexicon for, for generations to come. Absolutely. And that was amazing. That was one where Hartford were getting some fairly lucky they, guesses. Well, they did really well. Yeah. Well, they got a clean sweep, which is yeah. very impressive. Mm-hmm. Other questions I liked, not necessarily because uh, they were interesting questions, but just because it was funny to hear Paxman say <laughs> like having sex with a ghost uh, yeah that yeah. was a fun starter question that's true ha have we found a title for this episode I think so I it's think very so. hard to top that kind of name <laughs> Um, well, I also like the question on emblems of sovereign states that have Marxist-Leninist influences yeah the first picture on it's nice to have one that's not just 
I definitely seeing a theme here where we have the first picture round is something which is a bit more kind of out there or different, and the second one is yeah. more traditionally either classical paintings, classical paintings yeah. or maps. stills from well, maps tends to be the first round. Yeah, so it's like you know stills from movies or TV shows or yeah. self portraits, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one was nice, and it, there were some pretty cool emblems. Yeah, I thought so. The one for Mozambique was pretty, uh, pretty metal. Yeah, I, must I mean say. a lot of things going on. Uh, the one, yeah, exactly with the with the rifles, right? Mm. Yeah. The rifle and the hoe. Yeah. Which is the gardening implement, not the other kind of hoe. <laughs> Thank you very much. Just to clarify that. Just to clarify. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, like I said, a lot of the questions were a bit more straightforward and so it didn't really stand out so much. Um, I think if this was a music round, right? I thought this was a bit more interesting because it was samples yes. containing film dialogue. Yeah, I mean... I was pretty creative. I'm happy for any uh, music round which isn't just classical music because... Mm. That's been done to death at this point. Yeah, and then uh, it, it created this uh, opportunity for a strange Dave Garda response. Yes, that's interesting. For anyone who doesn't know, Dave Garda is fairly well known in University Challenge uh, circles, circles yes. because he's the one who helps people who are not in the UK watch uh, yeah, the show yeah. if you're unable to catch it live. So it's a special Easter egg for uh, us in the Dave Garda community. Right, it was a, a special surprise for Dave Garda as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it clearly was. He apparently almost spat out his tea when he yeah. saw that. <laughs> oh, I almost did. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm kind of glad that LBS were able to recognize the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. <laughs> Shows yes. that you know, they are, at least are aware of... Men of know, culture, yes. Yeah, well, that's... I would say it's culture now. I definitely you think know, so. Yeah, is definitely a cultural impact. Yeah, I sure. mean, there are... I, Wu-Tang Clan's uh, iconic, aren't they? For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's it, really, for the questions yeah. and the teams. I think it's now time to dive into Stat Corner. Stat Corner, courtesy of UC Stats on Twitter. Thank you once again. So, um, yeah, like I said, Hertford, definitely the stronger team. Um, nine out of 12 started questions correct. So it's whopping 75%. That's very strong. Uh, 18 out of 27 of their bonuses. So just 67%. I think maybe they could have done better, but still, still pretty good. Pretty I would good say shot. that's the best showing in a bonus round so far. So far, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, compared to a London Business School with six out of nine starters, so also not too bad. Yeah. Um, and then, but bonuses is, is really where they struggled. So eight out of 18, so 44% yeah. of That's where they questions. really uh, just were unable to really capitalize on it. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of most correct starters, uh, we had a lot of people from Hertford. So mm-hmm. Lloyd with four out of five correct. Um, Hitchens with three out of three, nice. correct, which is amazing. Oswald with two out of three. Nice. Uh, and then uh, from the LBS side, mainly Butterworth and Roos with yep. uh, three correct starters apiece. Um, and we didn't hear from the other two team members. Uh, yeah, they didn't buzz in at all. Actually, we didn't hear much from Valenzuela at all. Yeah, uh, nor Maddox. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, Maddox would give the answers in the bonus set, but um, yeah. yeah, it's... It's interesting. I feel like uh, something wasn't quite working for that team. Yeah, it, it could just be, again, maybe too much specialization. In, in too much specialization, uh, nervousness about being on TV. Yeah, and then, you know, when you have all four team members from the same field, you all have the same blind spots, you all have the same, you know, um, affinity for different subjects as well. So exactly, and there's not enough variation. Yeah, plus we've often talked about the problem of being the fourth team member. Mm. When you're sitting on the captain's uh-huh. left, because it can be easy to kind of not uh, on purpose uh, be shut out of the conversation because 
they're two more on the captain's right side, so they often turn more yeah. to talk to those two. And then you have to remember to turn back and ask the person on yeah. your left. It could have been that as well. Yeah, because Lloyd was definitely better at looking back at Oswald to make sure that she was getting involved in the conversation. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Maddox, um, maybe because Valenzuela wasn't talking as much, but yeah. I definitely felt like the conversation was definitely more on that side of the table. Yeah, from the two guys who were buzzing in more on the starters. Yeah, which, you know, fair enough. If they're the ones who have more confidence, that's who you need to talk to. Mm. But maybe there could have been something where having that extra fourth voice might have helped get one or two extra bonus questions. Yeah, yeah. Not enough to win, but maybe enough points to get to the best scoring losers. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, they were just maybe about 30, 40 points short of that, which is not too bad. Yeah. We've seen much worse performances in the last series. For sure, for yeah. sure. We've definitely seen... Uh, and I think also looking at the performance in of itself, uh, they were about as strong as uh, the team that won in the first round, mm-hmm. first episode. I think so, yeah. So it really just shows it is important who you are facing off against. It does, yeah. So I wonder how well uh, LBS would have done against some of you know last week's teams or the week before. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Against Kings especially, because I feel like Kings were definitely very slow to start. Yeah, yeah. So that might have been completely different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, unfortunate, we are going to have to say goodbye to London Business School. Yeah. It's a pity because it's it's nice to have a bit more variety in the type of colleges we see, but we still have rest of the first round and we could have all sorts of stuff. I really hope that Quartal comes back. Yeah. They're always so much fun to have. I know. Our really specialised college again. Yeah. Well, they Mm -hmm. did super well two seasons ago. They did. They did. who knows? Anywho, I think it is now time to move on to the part that we really were here for. And the reason you really listen to us. Of course, the best dressed. Mm-hmm. So shall we do it again on the count of three? Yeah. One, two, three. Donaldson. Oh, oh, amazing. Wow, we are really not on in sync anymore. Not at all, Tom. Why so, are we still doing this? <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> so yeah, my best dress goes to Donaldson because she's wearing this iconic leopard print. It is um, iconic. Yeah, she looked amazing. No, she. So, yes. Don't, don't get me wrong. She looks fantastic. Mm. It's just I think that um, Oswald's colourful shirt. Yeah. Was now you mention it. Yes. Really quite lovely. Complimented also her very wavy ginger hair. Yeah, she had a great um, vibe, a great aesthetic. I think also just the vibe because she had that really sweet smile whenever <laughs> she got a question right and was yeah. complimented by Lloyd. She just had this kind of very proud face. Yeah, and I mean, just doing a PhD in astrophysics. I mean, wow. Talk about the ideal person. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, definitely. Donaldson would have been my second choice, mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But again, I have to say, everyone is really dressing up for uh, the panel so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, I have to say, there was a lot of colour coordination going on in London Business School. Yeah, I mean, I, that didn't surprise me, to be honest. No, it was definitely, uh, everyone had the same idea of what smart casual looks like. Yeah, very kind of MBA student. Yeah, dark colours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, kind of stuff where I don't want to wear a suit, but I need to look presentable for exactly. my final presentation. Yeah, for my clients, for my professors. <laughs> yeah, uh, for my, uh, you know, literary review or for my defense. Yes, indeed. So, uh, there you have it. Mm-hmm. Thank you once again for uh, listening to us talk about this very peculiar show. <laughs> talk about very peculiar things. Yeah, and if you'd like to comment or, or share some of your own predictions or thoughts about the show, please feel free to reach uh, out to us on our socials. We're on Twitter as Ictotu. We're on Instagram as I got that one, and you can even drop us an email at igtopodcast at gmail.com. Indeed, and until next week, it is goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.